Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to the Sports Doctor, Sports Doctor Radio. I'm Dr. Bob Weil, sports podiatrist here on uh, Healthy Life Radio out of uh, Manhattan Beach from Chicago. Uh, quick shout-out to our supporters, uh, Mirabali Shoes, Chicago-based Mirabali Shoes, New Balance Naperville, New Balance Geneva, Farmers Insurance, Esther Gretchen, I1 Biometrics, and the uh, mouth, uh, uh, smart rather, a uh, vector, uh, mouth guard, uh, Fox Valley Wellness, um, active of physical therapy. Your support is really, uh, really, really appreciated. All things sports medicine, fitness, and wellness. In today's show, we're going to run the gamut. We're going to uh, be talking to uh, the knee guru, Bill Paravano, in a minute. Uh, we're going to go to Donna Ciccone, the author on the dog walker. We're going to talk to her about uh, that world. And then we're going to have returning Rob Andrews of the Academy, or rather, I'm sorry, the Institute of um, Sports Performance. We're talking about some of his Olympic experiences. First, we want to um, welcome Bill Paravano, uh, calling from California, the new guru. Hey, Bill, welcome to the Sports Doctor. Hello, Dr. Bob. Dr. Wow. Glad to have you. Hey, you can call me Dr. Bob. Bill, give us a little bit of history and background of uh, who is, what is the uh, knee guru? Got it. Uh, back in 98, I had a series of four knee dislocations. My, my big love was judo. I loved throwing people. And after four knee dislocations, I finally went to the doctor and found out I had completely tore the ACL or the ligament in my left knee and uh, underwent reconstructive surgery in my left knee to recreate the ligament. Yeah, everybody's uh, familiar in one way or another with the ACL. It's all you hear about. used to end careers. Now people rehabilitate very successfully from it. But it's a, it's a nightmare in young, growing athletes, that major stability ligament in the knee. So you had the reconstruction. I did. They did a patella replacement, and in my mind, I had this idea that once they repaired the ligament, that I was going to be back on the judo mat and doing my thing. And what I found out was... Surprise! Yeah, yeah, surprise. I still had swelling. I still had pain. I had these compensation patterns going on in my feet, my ankles, my hips, and my lower back that uh, made it very difficult uh made me feel very old in my late 20s, early 30s. I felt very old, uh, very stiff, very um, jagged in my movements. Yeah, so in the future, was, you should have called me. We would have talked to you about orthotics. Half the girls I see and athletes I see are knee trouble, and I'm a foot specialist. Uh, so sometimes those connections I see. So you had the individual personal experience yourself of a bad injury. How old were you at the time? 
28, 29 years old when I tore the ligament. And then, um, yeah, I was 29 when I had the surgery. How long have you been the knee guru? 2008 was when it finally um, finally took hold uh, after I kind of looked at the landscape of my life and realized that the course of my life completely changed after the knee injury. Did you have an athletic trainer or physical therapy or any of that kind of background? No. No, I did I did physical therapy for three months after the surgery. Right. But uh, my background was in martial arts, and then I also pursued an osteopathically-based style of body work called orthobionomy. That I yeah, I'm a big osteopathic medicine fan. Uh, as long as I've been around sports medicine, uh, uh, DOs, doctors of osteopathy, uh, which do everything except they can also put their hands on you with a, with uh, a functional uh, skills. So I think it's a that's uh, a great uh, a medical profession. Um, so today you pay big attention, I would assume, of course, to prevention and all these other aspects that go into knee health. Uh, it, it's. I find that the primary people I work with fall in two categories. One is they've had a surgery like mine, yet they're still in pain. And in another case, something has happened to a client's knee. They've gone to their orthopedic doctor, and the doctor has determined the knee is fine. There's nothing broken or torn in the knee, yet they still have to Well, you know, I'm a sports doctor. We've talked for decades, Bill, about I sing you the song, you know, the foot bones connected to the ankle bones, connected to the knee bone, uh, you know, foot mechanics. Uh, you know, is, is that person flat-footed? Do they have high arches? Are they flexible? Are they stiff? All of these things affect the knees, as I'm sure you're well aware of. Uh, in, uh, in in that regard. So you went from being educated to becoming an educator. Correct. And what are some of the things, again, in these two categories? Again, you said, number one, it might be someone who's had uh, surgery, might be somebody else who's just having problems. Um, do you see um, adolescents and, and kids also? I, I've worked, my youngest client has been 16. My oldest one was 89 and a half. Okay. I'm going to talk more about a lot of the things that you do, what you pay attention to uh, uh, when uh, we'll be back. Everybody listening to The Sports Doctor, I'm Dr. Bob Weil, sports podiatrist. You can go to my website, sportsdoctorradio.com, written out, and you could read about, you could listen to a lot of my past two and a half years of shows on Healthy Life Radio. You can go back on my WDCB days. We've probably got seven, eight years of those shows on The Sports Doctor uh, you could preview the topics. You could see what experts we've had on from all over the world and all sorts of topics. You also could read many articles, get educated on my website on everything from specialization in sports at young ages to the real dangers of tackle football uh, to women in surviving high heels. It's a very popular article. Um, follow us on Twitter. I get a lot of guests on Twitter. I think Bill was one of them. Uh, we're pushing 25,000 followers. It's an exciting world. At Sports Doc, D-O-C Radio. Um, talking again, Bill Paravano, uh, the knee guru. Great title. Uh, so the, here you are almost 10 years 
um, uh, doing this. You do a lot of stuff online, Bill. What? What? Uh, do you have a studio? What's that all about? I, my whole client base, or all the clients I work with, are primarily online, uh, or I work individually with clients, uh, private clients. That uh, what's your website, Bill? People could find out all about what you do and what, where, when. The knee pain guru dot com. The knee pain guru Correct. Okay. And the, it's amazing the online educational business in uh, one way or another. I've always felt, by the way, Bill, uh, seeing some of the best athletes in the world over the years in uh, so many sports, uh, that the top martial artist was one of the most impressive athletes. The ability to move like a cat uh, and, and have so much tremendous explosiveness and control. Uh, I, is that music to your ears? Yes. Right. Uh, in, in that, that uh, particular world, um, give us a little bit of the examples again of um, what you're looking to do in your um, thinking and regimen when, when uh, let's say, clients are working with you. Are you working with weights with them, machines, rubber bands? What are you guys doing? Well, there, it's a three-step process I go through. Uh, the, the first step is focusing on the physical. The second is diet. And the third is mindset. Yes, three the, great components, I agree. And in the physical piece, what most people that are suffering with knee pain are stuck in is what I refer to as a pain tension loop. The body experiences pain, tenses up to protect itself, that tension reduces the space in the joint, irritating the nerves more, causing more pain. The more pain they feel, the more pain they feel. And they're stuck in that loop. And what I introduce is what I refer to as pain pattern interrupts. The nerve that's being irritated causing the pain is only the width of an eyelash. And if you create just a tiny bit of space around that nerve, it relieves the pain in the knee. That reduction of pain in the knee causes the joint to relax and create more space, which causes the joint to relax more and create more space. So what what kind of differences, if any, are there uh, with you, let's say, in physical therapy soft tissue therapy, or do you incorporate, um, uh, I don't think you don't use any modalities or machines in treatment, do you? Not uh, specific machines. It's all working with the intrinsic movement of the joint that the body has taken on uh, from protecting the knee from being injured further. That protection irritates the nerves. It was a functional pattern for the injury. However, it's a dysfunctional pattern for the person to move without pain. Okay, now again, we've got all sorts of different body types. We talk biomechanics a lot on the sports doctor with all, all sorts of professions uh, in, in all different avenues of, of uh, sport and performance, including their grandmothers. Um, how much attention are you paying to that individual's uh, alignment, foot mechanics, uh, leg shape, etc. Uh, not very much, to be honest. Uh, my main goal is to get the client out of pain first. Initially, okay, well, this, is, this is the best show you've been on, man, because that's the pearl I'm going to lend you, is <laughs> to continue to pay attention to those kinds of things, along with absolutely what you're doing. But uh, if we see somebody who's got excessive internal twisting of the knee because of excessive pronation of the foot, then if you control that, the right shoe, orthotics, 
you're going to get a much higher success rate regardless of, uh, of what you're doing. Uh, of course, I'm prejudiced. <laughs> sure. No, no, no. Right? Absolutely. What, what's your experience, Bill, uh, with the medical community, whether it's podiatry, whether it's orthopedic surgery, physical therapy, and their interaction with you and what you do? Well, I believe the, the work is complementary. And I'm working in an area that once you get the client out of pain, then the ability to look at the biomechanics, to look at all of those other compensatory patterns is going to be much easier because the client isn't moving from a place of pain. And that's going to so be you're a looking great to you're looking as best you can to enhance uh, their their movement. Then stability, are you working balance and proprioception and stuff like that with your clients? We eventually evolved to that, but we have to get the pressure off of the nerves first, reduce the pain. How do you do that? Working with the intrinsic movement of the joint, creating those pain pattern interrupts like I was mentioning just a moment ago. How do you do that? What are you talking about? Interrupt the pain patterns and work intrinsically. Does that mean you're doing adjustment or no. you're looking to change how somebody's walking or you're doing, you know, deep tissue? Um, what are you talking about in English? Uh, we're looking at getting the pressure off of the nerves that are causing the pain and creating comfort in the knee. And that can be determined working with the intrinsic movement, meaning the, the slight rotational movement, the side-to-side -side movement, forward and back, apart and together movement of the knee joint that isn't necessarily looked at. And when you create, when you get the pressure off of the nerves, there's immediate relief because you're switching nervous system states from a sympathetic state when the body's in pain to a parasympathetic state where it is able to rest and recover much quicker. Now, again, you talked about nutrition, uh, big agreement in the importance of that and in the areas of enhancing healing or just being healthier, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so you're, you've got a big component where you're paying attention to uh, well, your uh, clients. Um, how many of your clients are athletes? I mean, just roughly. Um, probably a third of them. Okay, uh, and you, you probably know, got all sorts of different regular people who just want to stay active and be pain-free and stay healthy. Correct. Absolutely. Right. Uh, the again, the website with you find out more about. I keep thinking in my head and almost saying the shoe guru, <laughs> but it's the knee guru, uh, Bill Paravano. Give us that um, uh, website again, Bill. TheKneePainGuru.com. Okay. And the um, uh, clients you see personally, Bill, how often might you see them a couple of times a week? Um, you have them doing things at home uh, two, three times a week. What kind of parameters are you looking at? Uh, I, the clients that I most often work with, we meet once a week. And on those calls, they let me know what is hurting in their knee. And I have specific videos that I would point them to in my membership site that they would do for homework, document their changes of what they notice, how the pain moves, how the pain changes. And on our next call, I uh, get the feedback from their experience over the week and then guide them as to the next step 
that is going to, one, create comfort in their knee, two, reduce the inflammation both locally in the knee and globally in the body, and three, keep their mindset in a good place so they're, if the pain gets worse that they're not going to give up and if the pain gets better, that they're not going to do things that are going to strike. Now, a lot of people, of course, one of the things I scream about on the sports, Dr. Bill, is the constant barrage of drug commercials that we see constantly ad nauseum. Uh, you know, 80% of the pain pills worldwide are taken in the United States. Over-the-counter anti-inflammatories supervised. These are, these are effective medicines. They can help. Um, do you find yourself... Uh, counseling or talking about what kind of anti-inflammatories and any other other kind of medicine your clients might be taking? Not as far as medicine. That's ultimately the conversation the client has with their doctor. Right. Uh, what I'm going to look at is from a nutritional perspective or a supplement perspective in terms of how can they begin to reduce the inflammation in their body naturally by removing pro-inflammatory foods um, and uh, You know, that's a huge area, Bill. Uh, I don't want to let that go without paying attention. As a matter of fact, I have Dr. Pai next week or two, the Inflammation Nation author. Uh, you know, it's such a major factor of trying to reduce the inflammatory changes that cause all sorts of problems, let alone in the joints. So I'm really glad to hear that you pay attention to that. Talk a little bit about your mental component, because you guys got to be good sports psychologists, Bill. <laughs> Working yeah. with people, many of whom you haven't met. Talk about the mental component. Well, the reality is getting out of knee pain is not linear. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. And on those bad days, it's important to go back to the basics and the fundamentals of creating those pain pattern interrupts and reducing the inflammation in the body to shorten the duration of the bad day. And on the good day, when you create a pain pattern interrupt and you get the pressure off of the nerve, the relief is pretty immediate. And that gives the client a false sense that the knee has healed itself, and they'll go back out and start running like the three to five miles. Right. Are you somebody who recommends includes maybe icing and or heat or both? If it feels good. If it's reducing That's a the, good axiom. The, if the inflammation is reduced, if the heat makes the knee feel better, absolutely. I'm a big component of the rice therapy. However, if the ice or the heat is creating pain, it's causing the knee to hurt worse, then I would point them in a different direction. Right, because many times we see, especially in chronic problems, both whirlpool or heat or something like icing can be effective, whereas, you know, the old rice principles with acute problems, wow, I just sprained my ankle, then usually we're looking at compression and ice as one of those uh, uh, initial methods. Um, in getting involved. How's the uh, ratio, roughly, uh, male-female that you work with? Uh, I have a majority female. Female tend to be a little bit more open to uh, an, alter uh, an alternative perspective in terms of getting their knees better. However, there is an increasing amount of males that are, are seeking me out with the number of clients that I have worked with. Yes, I definitely think there's an area... Uh, involving, uh, if you want to call it holistic. I like holistic comprehensive sometimes better than alternative because it means like one's right, one's not. Uh, but I think it's an interesting approach. Problems, let alone the, um, nemesis 
uh, half the population, which is which is knee trouble. Uh, Bill Paravano. Bill, give us the website again one more time before we uh, uh, sign off with you. The website is thekneepainguru.com. Thekneepainguru.com. Bill, hold on a second. Everybody, uh, we will be right back. You're listening to The Sports Doctor. New Balance Naperville is calling on you to be unstoppable. That means realizing your goals no matter what's in the forecast because the conditions are always favorable. Being unstoppable means you continue to run or walk to meet your fitness goals. Discover the technology that can't be denied with the 1765 walking shoe or the cushioned 1080 V5 running shoe. Then get out there and be unstoppable. Stop by New Balance Naperville today on the northwest corner of Route 59 and 95th Street in the Jewel Osco Shopping Center, or visit NewBalance.com, NewBalance.com. And now with a new Geneva location, call 630-845-9437. Okay, so you have a couple of days off, and you're planning to get away from stress. You may be planning to go across the world or even taking a staycation around town. Well, Hotels.com can get you a room in over 158,000 hotels, 60 countries, for 50% off. That's reducing stress already. Plus, collect 10 nights and you'll get one night free. And there's no cancellation charges, no change fees. For the best deals, even last-minute deals, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Hotels.com. The Sports Doctor is in. Visit SportsDoctorRadio.com. Get lots of useful information from Dr. Robert Weil, DPM. You can listen to over three years of past radio shows, including a series on childhood obesity. Plus, you can read many articles on many topics, all on SportsDoctorRadio.com. Dr. Robert Weil has worked with Olympic gold medalist figure skating champion Evan Lysacek and four-time IHSA state tennis champion UCLA player Liz Lumpkin and many top volleyball players at Sports Performance in Aurora, Illinois. Visit SportsDoctorRadio.com now. See straight and save. These days, everyone seems to see things differently. But from your eyes, you can see straight and save. Right now, get glasses online at 70% off at Glasses USA. There's a 100% guarantee, too, on top brand men, women, multifocal, and even prescription sunglasses. Visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Glasses USA, and you will see straight and save. You're listening to CHSR Real Radio on the web. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Weil, sports podiatrist. Uh, and uh, we're excited about uh, Donna Ciccone. She's an author, speaker, entertainer uh, and the world of... Um, Dogs, her book, Being a Super Pet Parent, met her in New York at the National Publicity Summit, uh, and she's also very interested in not only keeping the dogs fit, but the owners, walking dogs, etc. So here she is, and she's going to join us on the Sports Doctor. Donna, welcome to the Sports Doctor. Thanks for having me, Bob. I'm delighted to be here. Uh, great. I thought, man, why don't you give us a little bit of a history and background uh, with you? And the, uh, the the dog world, 
uh, and um, uh, what you're up to. Uh, you can even include your uh, your two famous Portuguese water dogs. Okay. Well, I um, I really I left corporate America after 24 years and wanted to start a small business doing trainings and speaking and training are my professional skills and one thing led to another and I ended up doing a TV show about dogs and my dog Jazz, my Portuguese water dog, was the only one then was co-hosting the show with me and after doing that for four years it, it Isn't that Obama's dog? Yes, it is. Yes, same yes I thought so. Mm-hmm. And then I got a second one. Her name is Jive. So I have Jazz and Jive, two Portuguese water dogs, and eventually started writing a book. And my book, really, Bob, was a result of my primary form of exercise for myself. I do some um, some very helpful joint exercises, but I also walk a lot, and I walk my dogs daily. And it's excellent exercise for them and for me. But in the course of doing these daily walks, we met so many people and learned so many things about dogs, in addition to what I had already learned being in the dog world with so many professionals, that it really became um, a direct, many of the stories in my book that I share to try to make the point in that particular chapter are a result of people we've met on our walks. Right, and, you know, the whole world of pets is so special um, to all of us, uh, the uh, dog lovers, um, who knows, near and far, uh, being uh, so involved with their pets, and the uh, uh, not-so-recent but absolute epidemic of obesity, the fact that people are always being challenged, um, what can I do to keep moving, uh, to be more active, Sometimes they don't even realize that, wow, you know, I'm walking the dog. Maybe if I pay attention to extending it or to uh, being more consistent, uh, then it can really, really be something that's important. And I've had some guests on that, that their main form of exercise, miles a day, uh, is, is walking the dog. We talk about the best shoes and some of these other things. Uh, now, that's besides all the people they might meet, like you said. Well, yeah, and it's our, it was my main form, but I want you to know, too, Bob, you may already know this, that obesity is also one of the primary, uh, first and foremost issues for our dogs. Yes. Uh, well, I know you, we, when, when I met you in New York, we were talking about that both, uh, where we see, you know, God bless America. You know, we'll uh, give these animals, it's, it's unhealthy in a lot of ways. So in both sides of uh, that equation, where whether it's the um, people or whether it's the dog, you're talking about the importance of exercise and the scourge of um, overweight concerns. Exactly. And we, we say in our world both ends of the leash, the human and the dog ends of the leash. And what I, what I discovered when I started walking my dog, first he was a puppy. He couldn't go very far because he was a puppy, and I couldn't go very far because I wasn't used to walking. But together we built up our endurance and we built up the length of our walks, and he developed such great muscle tone that he needed to be a strong young dog. How much walking do you do? Uh, we walk probably one to two miles every day, weather permitting. That, yes, especially well. Where are you calling from, Minnesota? Yes, we walk. Yeah, like Chicago, because weather permitting means something. In those, <laughs> in those, uh, well, uh, if it's too hot or too cold, it's not safe. But other than that, we're out in the cold and we're out in all the weather, all the elements. So, 
We just have to be smart about it, that's all. So your um, TV show, uh, your book, you know, being a... Uh, so what is the website people can go to find out more about your book and the upcoming new book, et cetera? What's the uh, site to go to? It's a simple site. It's jazzandjive.com. My dogs are both named after the jazz music genre, so it's jazz, J-A-Z-Z, and jive, J-I-V-E, dot com. And the, uh, so most of your emphasis and, and the uh, how long have you been writing and, and uh, talking again about the dog world? Well, I've been a professional speaker most of my life, but uh, most of my professional life, but my writing uh, only has been about the last three years. And moving into my, my first book was published in November of 2015, and in May of 2016 it won a National Liter- Literary, Literary Award, the, the 10th Annual Indie Excellence Award. Now, you're a, a former nurse. That's right. A family and addictions counselor, the former nurse, world of health. So, again, I would assume uh, the side of um, uh, health and wellness, the side of um, walking, being active, uh, again, would be something that you'd be paying attention to. It's always been an, a sort of a filter that I've looked through my, my life and my dog's life through. It's always looking for health issues and maintaining nutrition and exercise all connected to our health. Both the yes, and, and, and I'm a sports doctor, and everybody listening to the sports doctor, Dr. Bob Wild Sports Podiatry, go to my website, sportsdoctorradio.com, written out, listen to a lot of past shows. Uh, you could preview who's been on, what the topics are. We have people from all over the globe joining us in uh, the endless topics of sports medicine, health, wellness, fitness, from superstars to grandmas, as I like to uh, say. Uh, and, again, you can uh, go to uh, follow us on Twitter. We get a lot of guests on Twitter. Uh, it's an exciting world. I have therapists, doctors, authors from everywhere, almost 25,000 followers. It's a uh, crazy world, tweets and, and Twitter. Uh, talking about uh, a relationship, really, on one hand, animal health, uh, people health, uh, with uh, author, speaker, um, uh, ex-TV host, um, Donna Ciccone. Uh, you know, you were an addictive specialist also previously. Uh, that whole world of drugs and sports, uh, drugs are, are uh, overwhelming, uh, um, ad nauseum being bombarded with um, uh, the uh, advertisement of drugs uh, is, uh, again, the other side of health and wellness and exercise so it's kind of like this fits in in some way, shape, or form to what you're doing. Well, it does. Everything always has a connection, I think, in life in some way. Um, when we, when I was first doing the early days of addiction, um, you know, it was primary alcohol and some of the street drugs like cocaine. We weren't dealing with the opioids like we are today. But at that time, and this hasn't changed, Bob, over the years when we see abuse, we, when we see one form of abuse, as professional addiction therapists, we always look for the other two, we say. Physical, um, emotional, um, drug, and sometimes sexual. But what we would often see when there was drug or alcohol abuse, if there was physical abuse of the family members, there was often some physical abuse of the pet, of the dog or the cat. So everything sort of interconnects in the dog world. Yes, the interesting, world, the abuse of pets. 
in, in that regard with people. Now, we've also featured quite a bit of attention to eating disorders when we're talking about that young female athlete, the dancer, the figure skater, the gymnast. We just watched the Olympics. And we see these exactly. um, uh, uh, superstars at such young ages, and uh, I'm sure that was an area that uh, you saw plenty. Of course, yes, it's it's very sad. Mostly younger women and younger, you know, men too. But um, the younger generation was usually mostly uh, vulnerable to the bulimia, the anorexia, the the food disorders. Now, the use of um, animals as far as therapy. You know, again, including moving with the animals, et cetera, um, uh, the, the type of dogs where they're called, what do they call them? The, um, well, with, we're, my both, both of my dogs are trained and they're pet assisted therapy dogs. And we, that's what I mean. And the, right, uh, we, talk a little bit about that, uh, area, which I think is, um, a very important one. Well, we work in a trauma preschool, one of three in the nation. We work with children two and a half to five years of age. And these children come from high-stress situations. Usually a parent, they can have a high divorce rate, sometimes um, an incarcerated parent living with an extended relative. Um, and they're very young children, and they have they do find ways with their little bodies to deal with the stress. Sometimes they don't speak and they hold everything in, and sometimes they exert everything and they can't concentrate and focus thing very long. So our dogs work with them. We also work with children in, in um, hospital settings. And when children have to learn to control their bodies or to do some physical exercise to get build strength, they'll follow the, the dog will be very helpful in that. Um, yeah, we're going to talk more about that connection, let alone the love you get, vice versa, that uh, so many people need, let alone abused children when we come back. Um, everybody, you're listening to the Sports Doctor. We'll be right back. Hey, sports people, listen up. Groundbreaking Vector MouthGuard has ESP technology and impact intelligence. That's right. Vector MouthGuard is a smart mouthguard that gathers and transmits impact data and its effect on the brain in real time, straight to your coach's smartphone or computer. The Vector MouthGuard means safer games, enabling you to play better and play smarter. Visit VectorMouthGuard.com or call 425-372-7811. That's 425-372-7811. For all your physical therapy needs, go to Activa Physical Therapy in Naperville, Illinois. They transcend the typical cookie-cutter approach by providing the best individualized treatment sessions to fit your needs. With compassionate, caring therapists and flexible hours, Activa Physical Therapy even offers free consultations. Visit Activa Physical Therapy at GoActiva.com or call 630-637-9955. Get on your road to recovery. Call 630 630- 637-9955. If you live in or near Aurora, Illinois and are into sports, you cannot forget about your feet. There are complex motions that come into play, especially in sports. Visit the offices of sports podiatrist Robert Weil for free foot screenings and foot mechanics. He even offers prescription in-shoe orthotics, the major tool for treatment and prevention of foot-related ankle and leg problems, as well as in enhancing performance. 
Call Dr. Weil now and make an appointment for your free screening at 630-898-3505. Call 630-898-3505. Personal service, experienced sales team, and a huge selection go hand-in-hand with Mirabali Shoes. For 55 years, the Mirabali family has always delivered the finest in footwear and the highest level of service to its customers. From national designers to over 40 name brands, Mirabali's can offer many choices to fit your lifestyle. Our team is dedicated to ensuring you an exceptional fit and comfort by providing shoes in a wide range of sizes and widths. Visit Mirabali Shoes in Wheaton Town Square or on the corner of 144th Place and LaGrange Road in Orland Park. Or visit MirabaliShoes.com. MirabaliShoes.com. Radio Your Way. HealthyLife.net. Just welcome back to the Sports Doctor here on Healthy Life Radio, uh, talking with Donna Ciccone, uh author of Being a Super Pet Parent, huge advocate of the exercise not only for you but for the dog you're walking uh, in the whole area, again, of um, uh, wellness and fitness. And we were just touching on uh, the role her particular dogs play in the world of physical therapy with young kids. Uh, Donna, talk a little bit more about uh, about that. And like you said, you know, hey, my dogs are physical uh, in the uh, way with working with some of these challenged kids. Exactly. Uh, what we'll do oftentimes is uh, the child will walk the, my dog. I, of course, have a leash, but I put another leash on for the child, and we walk. The, he, the child learns to walk the dog through the building, upstairs, downstairs, on elevators, and learns how to know where the dog is and to concentrate on that. They'll throw a ball. They'll play fetch with the dog uh, just to get some muscle building in their arms, but to get them engaged, they'll throw the ball. They'll hide a toy with the psychologist, and the child will go hide the toy, and my dog will go find it. Um, sometimes there will be some agility obstacles if they'll set up a tunnel or some. Now, what's interesting, too, Don, I think is very important in young children, the ability of them to be interested and enamored with what they're doing in their therapy, it's hard to beat relating to a dog which all children love. Exactly. For that half hour, I always say my dog is that child's dog. Right. Uh, and the, uh, again, your, uh, interaction, I, again, we talk about it a lot, the mental game of everything. When you're interacting in these kinds of cases, how's your sports psychology skills? Um, how are mine? Yes, when you're dealing, whether it's the parents, you're dealing with the children, uh, and, and, you know, you're working with the dogs, and the, uh, I would assume, uh, the challenges of um, getting along with or being able to help these kids. Of course, you come out of nursing and a counseling background. That's got to make a difference for you. But you know it's magical, Bob, watching children and dogs together. They're both so freed of all the filters that we've built up as adults. They're just innocent, they're in the moment, and they're there. And you can have a child who's highly stressed, but when you put them in a room with a dog that's trustworthy and safe, the two of them connect, and it's, the, the psychologist and I say we come in with a plan, and when the child and the dog connect, we just let them kind of go because they really dictate what's going It's fascinating to watch. That's why I do this work. 
Now, it's interesting. We've had uh, so many great athletes in the past, my practice and whatever in sports podiatry, and so many of them would talk about whether they were sprinting, whether they were jumping, whether they were doing directional exercises. Um, many of them had their dogs with them uh, in some way, shape, or form. They all knew they were never as fast as their dog, <laughs> nor were they as quick. In most instances, so sometimes they uh, seem to really benefit not only from the fun of, but from the really physicality, uh, again, of walking the dog, going back to the very basics, which is just to do it um, and, uh, and educate people that this could be a terrific fitness and wellness activity if you look at it that way. But it also, the companionship, you're physically active, but also the companionship with your dog just makes it more fun. It's, it's very different than even being with another human. Um, for I, some that's, reason, a, that's a great perspective. I, I think everybody gets that. You know, when you're talking about that old unconditional love, not that it's mm -hmm. limited only to dogs, it's in the world of pets, but it's special, I think, in dogs in so many ways. And that's a great uh, perspective, which is the companionship of that you're doing uh, is a, a little bit different in some respect. Uh, in one regard or another, uh, Portuguese water dogs, um, how big do they get? Um, my boy is 62 pounds. My girl is 42 pounds. They're what we call an average-sized dog. Yes, they're like the same size as my daughter had a... Uh, um, a cockapoo, not a cockapoo, but a, uh, uh, now she has a, a sheep doodle. And yeah. uh, some of these other doodles are 50, 60 pounds, something like that. And mm -hmm. uh, how old are your two pups? My boy Jazz is 11 and my girl Jive is 7. So they're, you know, I always say um, every day over 10 in the dog world is a gift. Uh, true. True, especially yeah. sometimes with the uh, uh, with the bigger dogs and the uh, uh, maybe we'll be adding on um, to that uh, list in some uh, uh, re respect. How often do they work with some of these um, kids in the physical area? Well, um, we do pet therapy every other week, and they also are active in the sport of canine nose work. My dogs are part of the working breed of dogs. They, they were bred to do a job. But in my philosophy about dogs, having studied, researched, and been with them for so long, I believe every dog needs to have something to look forward to, something with meaning. They need a job. Are you a dog um, whisperer? Of course. <laughs> Um, I think anybody who really is connected with their dog develops a very close bond just by developing the relationship with their dog. What Has type of job did the Portuguese water dog, like what were they bred for? They were bred to be live fishing um, equipment at sea. They went to sea with the Portuguese fishermen. They herded nets in the sea. They herded fish into the nets. They took messages from boat to boat, boat to shore, and they also left one at home to protect the family when the other was at sea with the fishermen. When the fishermen got their boat, took their catch in for the, to the market, the dog was left to, to guard and protect the equipment on the boat. They had, I, would assume, I would assume they're good swimmers. They are, but they have, most importantly, they have this huge work ethic and this this driving energy of stamina. They can, they're not that fast border collie, but they're that steady, hardworking, all day long dog. Their stamina is huge. So if you don't give them jobs and physical activity and something to do, then they become anxious and restless and 
And it's just not a good thing for a dog not to have mental and physical stimulation. Yeah, I would assume, again, especially in your uh, author, speaker, entertainer side, that you're talking about all sorts of breeds in a lot of different ways, uh, even if your um, uh, real close family are the Portuguese water dogs. Exactly. Every dog, and it, it, every breed, every rescue dog, every mixed breed, every dog has a heart and a soul, and they really, really are. The thing to remember about dogs, I think, is their dependence on the human. They have, as a species, turned over their dependency for survival to us. They need us to feed them, give them water, food, shelter, love, companionship, safety. And look at what happens when that, when that, when those basic needs aren't met. We see it on a global level. Dogs are scavenging for food. They don't feel safe because they're not safe. If they get injured or ill, they often don't recover because they don't get the medical care they need. They really, truly, barely, barely subsist on their own, and they need us to really take I think that's just the most fascinating aspect of their relationship with the human. And like you said, you know, what I'm going to remember on a discussion really is the leash has two sides. you got the person on the one side, hey, get them moving. You got the pet on the other, just as importantly, in the world of obesity. Fascinating conversation. Give us the website again, Donna, uh, for your stuff. Jazzandjive.com. Jazzand, written out, jazzandjive.com. Donna Ciccone, thanks so much. Fascinating conversation. Um, hold on for a second. Um, everybody, we're going to be right back. Thanks, Donna. Hold on. Sports Thanks. Doctor. Hey, sports people, listen up. Groundbreaking Vector Mouthguard has ESP technology and impact intelligence. That's right. Vector Mouthguard is a smart mouthguard that gathers and transmits impact data and its effect on the brain in real time, straight to your coach's smartphone or computer. The Vector Mouthguard means safer games, enabling you to play better and play smarter. Visit VectorMouthguard.com or call 425-372-7811. That's 425-372-7811. Hello, this is Amy from Farmers Insurance. Any changes since we last spoke? Well, I have this beautiful new diamond. Oh, congratulations. Now, expensive items like your ring might need additional coverage. Can I add it for you? Great. Until you close the gaps in your insurance, you could be living dangerously. We'll help you know the gaps and lose all the... We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Call Agent Esther Grashen in Oak Park, Illinois at 708-406-6023. Stuff, stuff, stuff. Where can I contain all of my stuff? Hmm, how about this? The Container Store, the original storage and organization store. And I found their link on the HealthyLife.net advertiser page. They have containers for everything, including the kitchen, the bathroom, trash and recycling, traveling, spring cleaning, and dorm rooms. Just about everything you can think of to contain your stuff. The Container Store, right on the HealthyLife.net advertiser page. The Sports Doctor is in. Visit SportsDoctorRadio.com. Get lots of useful information from Dr. Robert Weil, DPM. You can listen to over three years of past radio shows, including a series on childhood obesity. Plus, you can read many articles on many topics, all on SportsDoctorRadio.com. 
Dr. Robert Weil has worked with Olympic gold medalist figure skating champion Evan Lysacek and four-time IHSA state tennis champion UCLA player Liz Lumpkin and many top volleyball players at Sports Performance in Aurora, Illinois. Visit sportsdoctorradio.com now. Healthylife.net, where positive overcomes negative. segment because we wanted to get returning guest Robert Andrews, his Institute of Sports Performance. Uh, we wanted to get him back. Hey, welcome back, Rob. Hey, nice to have you back. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, it's exciting. Uh, we've been reading all about you. And just keep, I know we're shortened with the segment, but tell us a little bit about what went on with you and the notoriety uh, with the Olympics and uh, some of these athletes that you're working with in the world of uh, the mental game, your mental training. Well, the short summary is seven gold, five silvers, and a bronze. That was a pretty nice haul. And it was I'm amazing. telling you. Really exciting to watch. Uh, I ended up blocking out my afternoons here at the office where I could go home and, and watch it or else I watched it on my laptop. And uh, it was, it's, it's been a remarkable ride. It really has. Now, the picture on like our promo, there you are with Simone Biles, the uh, uh, multiple gold medalist. And the uh, uh, you worked also with uh, her teammate, uh, two of the other girls. Who two of the other gals you, you were working with? Uh, Lori Hernandez on the women's team. She won the team gold and silver on bronze. It was on a beam and was really close to a gold on beam as well. And then I worked with uh, Simone Manuel, who won uh, two golds and two silvers in swimming. Yeah. Now the Hernandez. What is she? Sixteen years old. Yes, sir. Yeah. So again, like we talked about, I think you were on with us last year, and we talked so much on the mental game on uh, the sports doctor. Uh, with uh, uh, all sorts of coaching, uh, like in your particular case. And uh, what are some of the things that really make sense to you when you're working? You know, we talk parenting the child athlete. What are some of the things you're really paying attention to with these young athletes and their parents and that whole bag? Uh, just making sure what we call the system setting in the right direction, that we keep uh, every – as much what I call the, the mental energy, the emotional energy, physical energy, all heading in the same direction, which means avoiding distractions, uh, staying humble, uh, sticking with the plan that we've created as a team for success. And, and in the instances and in cases of these athletes, the plan worked almost to perfection. You know, just great parents, great coaches, uh, great athletes, everybody buying in at a very, very high level. And, and most importantly, great character all the way around. The um, What is the uh, website? For the uh, uh, the Institute of Sports Performance, I would assume would be the best place to find out about uh, what you do and what you're all about. Well, there's two. There's, I just launched a video series just last week after the Olympics. It's called uh, the Champions Mental Edge. It's championsmentaledge.com, and you can go to the Institute of Sports Psychology.com, uh, and that will one will take you to my website for my business, and the other will take you to the video series that we've launched just last week. Oh, so you got sports psychology back in the title? Uh, did I say psychology? I meant sports performance. Ah, I'm kidding you. Right. Habit. <laughs> but really, you see, the creatures of habit. Pardon the mental game. Now you're out of. Um, uh, where are you in Texas? Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. Uh, and again, how long have you been involved 
uh, with the the whole world of the mental game and the mental training? I did uh, a lot of trauma resolution in a private psychotherapy practice for years, and exactly 10 years ago, I had this aha that the the trauma work that I do would help injured athletes overcome like ACLs and Tommy John surgery and things like that. So it started like the a, challenges of these athletes coming back, that worry, yeah. indecision, that's yeah, really what exactly. you're talking about, right? That's where I started, and then people right. started asking me about performance and mental training, and I had done a lot of human performance work over the years, so I just wove it all together, and it's... Uh, just took off and kind of has a life of its own now. Yes, it's interesting, the acceptance of that side. In the 90s, I probably spent three, four years on my show, The Sports Doctor, with a, the late Jim Vickery, who's a sports psychologist, uh, although he talked about um, performance-enhancing consultants because of the, the um, challenge of athletes or families thinking, yeah, you know, mental training, there's nothing wrong with me. Uh, but right. enhancing performance and enjoying focus, uh, this became a big, big area with you guys. Well, it sure has. And it, it was kind of a blessing that I changed my name from the Institute of Sports Psychology to the Institute of Sports Performance because I think it captures the more, more whole person approach that I use. Yeah, it remember also, we talked about that last time you were on the show. I agreed with you totally. Uh, again, the, sometimes the psychology word can be problematic as if there's something wrong compared yeah, to performance, exactly. uh, which yep. is such a positive um, uh, designation when it, yeah. when it comes to that. How often were you working with some of these Olympians um, let's say, and, and how long before the Olympics were you dealing with these girls? Uh, like with Simone Biles, I worked with her for three and a half years, but I didn't see her on a weekly basis, and sometimes I didn't see her on a monthly basis. Uh, but you uh, stayed connected? Stayed connected, text messaging, FaceTime calls, visits to the office. And then Lori I worked with for, I'd say, about a year going into the office, and when she would come to Houston for clinics, her and her coach would drop by, and I'd see her and then uh, talk to her a little bit on FaceTime. And uh, just kind of once we teach the model, it's kind of a as-needed kind of basis. Right. And what's the cooperation? Like you sounded like it's terrific between the coaches, the coaching world, for the most part, families. You know, we all know in our, the, the picture of the Little League parent ranting and raving, the tremendous pressure on these kids. They are kids. Yes, they are. But right? The, uh, they are, absolutely. Uh, especially Lori at 16. Simone's 18. Simone Manuel's 19. But uh, parents are great. The coaches are great. We had a very, very open and, and uh, powerful relationship, and they could talk about whatever we needed to talk about to, to keep things on track and keep things Because the challenges, the right Rob, about either on the physical side, repetitive motion injuries, overuse injuries, or on the mental side, you know, the famous quote-unquote burnout. I mean, these are things that you were, you know, you're right in the middle of those challenges, I would assume. Yeah. That's why they have uh, sleepovers and movie nights, and <laughs> yeah, because they have to they have to recharge their batteries and hang out with their friends. Like you said, they are kids, and they have to have that social time and time to recover mentally and emotionally. They they just can't do gymnastics all the time. They have to balance things. Yes, we're talking about especially these, you know, the specialization world. It's uh, it's one of the biggest challenges. Um, but uh, some great pearls, some great ideas. I really want to congratulate you on that. How many golds, bronze, and silvers? Seven golds, 
five silvers, one bronze. Wow, Rob Andrews. Give us the websites again, Rob, before we run out of time. Uh, one more time. ChampionsMiddleEdge.com, InstituteOfSportsPerformance.com. And I appreciate you letting me uh, mention that. Thank you very much. Oh, absolutely. We hope everybody goes and checks that out. Robert Andrews, again, Institute of Sports Performance, Houston, Texas. I want to thank you so much for coming back and congratulate sure. you again on that thank fantastic you. success. We'll touch base again soon, my friend. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody. It's the Sports Doctor. Hold on, Rob. Fox Valley Wellness Center is a highly regarded leader in holistic health, led by Dr. Steve Morez, one of the first Lyme literate physicians in the Midwest. His team of integrative medicine practitioners blend the best of conventional and complementary therapies. Dr. Morez is president-elect of the prestigious International Lyme and Associated Diseases Society. They specialize in treating the causes of disease, not just the symptoms. Fox Valley Wellness Center also offers hyperbaric oxygen treatments. Located at 180 Nights Way in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, for more info, call 920-922-5433. Discover why over 500,000 customers from 30 countries buy their quality homeopathic and herbal products from Native Remedies. Visit our advertiser page and click on Native Remedies, the natural choice. Personal service, experienced sales team, and a huge selection go hand-in-hand with Mirabali Shoes. For 55 years, the Mirabali family has always delivered the finest in footwear and the highest level of service to its customers. From national designers to over 40 name brands, Mirabali's can offer many choices to fit your lifestyle. Our team is dedicated to ensuring you an exceptional fit and comfort by providing shoes in a wide range of sizes and widths. Visit Mirabali Shoes in Wheaton Town Square or on the corner of 144th Place and LaGrange Road in Orland Park. Or visit MirabaliShoes.com. MirabaliShoes.com. You're listening to CHSR Real Radio on the web.